If you haven't heard, we're doing something a little differently this year. Normally, we send out a weekly email newsletter with a tip. Well, it's a lot of reading that you have to do. And so we decided to also offer it in audio format because, hello, we're voice talent. And so every single email newsletter is also going to be published on our podcast every single Monday morning and also on our YouTube channel. And we'll have the links in the show notes if you'd like to come. Now, that doesn't mean that you should just not sign up for the email newsletter or unsubscribe because that is where you can sign up for industry pro workouts, where you get to read for an agent, a creative director, a casting director, someone that's in charge of hiring voiceover talent. And we do that every single month. It's also where you can find discounts and promo codes and where we link if you want to sign up for our talent roster. So there's a lot of stuff in the email newsletter, so don't get rid of it. But if you prefer audio or video, then at least you can just kind of skim over the email newsletter instead of having to read it. So today's email newsletter subject is how to handle the ups and downs of VO income. Now, when we started this email newsletter almost eight years ago, at the very start of Atlanta VoiceOver Studio, my goal was to be consistent, transparent, and to give you actionable, helpful tips for your VO career. And the past couple of years, it started to kind of lean more heavily into actionable, helpful tips. Still consistent, but the transparency or kind of peek behind the curtain of our personal mine and Mike's VO careers has decreased. And the reason was because I thought, well, you may just get tired of us talking about our own challenges. Well, this year we're bringing it back. So please let us know. We want to hear your feedback if you hate hearing about these challenges or if you love it. My thought is that at least the second newsletter of every single month, we will be sharing our personal VO challenges and lessons learned. So today we are jumping in headfirst to talk openly about everyone's favorite topic in voiceover, money. But before we start into that, I just have to let you know about some things that are coming up. If you're interested in learning how to use Audacity for auditions, then Learn Audacity starts tonight with Larry Hudson. Just make sure you email cadinadmin at atlantavoiceoverstudio.com to sign up since it's the day of. And then Jill Perry does a virtual script workout every single month. It's a small group. It allows you to really get that practice in. It's great. And it's coming up on the 20th of February. And then, of course, we've got our Intro to VoiceOver workshops every single month. March is pretty much sold out. Um, and March is pretty much sold out. So uh, if you are interested in that, you'll have to do the April Intro to VoiceOver Workshops. And then we've got our kids Intro to VoiceOver Workshop. It's back. It's coming March 16th. And the cool thing about it this year is that we're offering a virtual option. And then the Agent Rep Prep course with Chloe DeLandis is April the 2nd. We get so many questions people get their demo done and then they're like, how do I get an agent? Even though we give them like a nice little demo follow-up PDF and packet and everything, it still can be so daunting. So that's why this class exists, is to really help you give that confidence, know exactly how to get agent representation and voiceover. So if you're interested in any of those, check the links in the show notes. Okay, now let's go back to money. Being very transparent here, Mike and I have 
led sessions at conferences about how to create a full-time VO income. In fact, we're doing one at VO Atlanta this year. I never share exactly how much we make, and I still don't want to. Um, There's a lot of reasons why, but I will share that we both make over six figures and have for a long time, and both of our incomes have also gone up every single year until 2023. I ended up the year hitting just below six figures, and I was a little devastated. I know it's really ridiculous. You may be rolling your eyes at me, but I think that it's been the thing that I've used to let people know that our branding, marketing, and business strategies work, the fact that my income has increased every year. And for some reason, seeing that number dip just below the six-figure mark just made me wonder will anyone trust me? And also made me question whether I had hit my peak. Maybe I'm on my way down and I'm declining fast. So I wanted to share with you what I did in response to that, what I'm continuing to do in 2024, and what I learned so that you can learn how to better handle the ups and downs of voiceover income. So first of all, what I did, I reached out to my voiceover managers because truly I wanted to know um, am I a has-been? Like, am, is this it? Have I, did I reach my peak and now I'm just going to decline? And then I also re-examined my business expenses. I wanted to know, okay, are there things I'm spending money on that I could scale back on? Is everything worth the ROI? Now, what am I continuing to do in 2024? While the actual number was a slight surprise, I knew last year was rougher than previous years. I had already started putting into action some of the things to get me back on track in 2023, and these things I will continue doing in 2024. First thing is, be conservative with my spending. I generally am, but after years of making a certain amount, I've gotten accustomed to knowing what I can spend, and I just want to continue to be mindful and wise and a little more conservative. Continue to determine innovative ways to super serve my clients. I'm kind of in the testing process of some of these. And once I do have a system down and know that it does work, I will definitely share it with you. The third thing is coaching. Now, While I strongly believe in coaching, I don't think this is always the route to go if you're in a down season, but I recently, but I recently got specific coaching on an animation audition and it was so worth it. A good way to determine if coaching is helpful is, do you feel free and more confident after? If you feel like you're nitpicking at everything, um, that may not be the best coaching situation for you. But for me, the coaches that I've had the past year have really helped me to grow and hear things that I wasn't hearing before. And so I don't nitpick all my auditions, but I feel like there's a little more clarity and I know the things I need to work on. The next thing is focusing on hot clients. Now, these are clients that have booked me multiple times or that I've been able to develop a solid relationship with. And I want to continue to nurture that relationship and make sure that I'm top of mind. 
Next up is reevaluating my online casting strategies. I had a really frustrating year with v- Voice123 last year, and so I've pivoted to a different strategy with that. And while it may have slow gains this year, I'm sticking to it, and I'm hoping that by the end of 2024, it, I'll see a lot of progress there. And then also focusing on relational personal marketing. That's always been my strategy, but I've kind of slacked on some of the things that I used to do. And so I'm just gearing back up and making sure that I'm doing that really, really well. And then finally, an accountability group. We have an AVS instructor accountability group that meets once a month, and it has been so valuable. And the reason why is because it helps me prioritize my career in the midst of juggling Atlanta voiceover studio, which that may help you, especially if you're trying to do voiceover in addition to a full-time job. You probably, you may have a family. It can really be put on the back burner if it's not bringing in income. And so having that accountability group helps you to make sure that it get those to-do list things gets done. What I learned through the process, and hopefully this will help you, and I'm adding a bonus thing at the end of this as well that I didn't include in the email newsletter. So if you're in the voiceover industry for a long period of time, you will experience dips in your career. One of the things that assured me when I talked to my managers is that they've seen tons of voice actors experience the same thing that I did. And honestly, I've noticed it too to my peers that have been in the industry for a long time. Some people that I've known, they come out and they just are booking like crazy. And they do so, so well. They're just natural. It just hits. And then five years down the road, Things are not going as well. They didn't really build a foundation of marketing or anything like that. And they really struggle. And so just know that, and it's not just about what you do or don't do. Sometimes this industry is weird. Sometimes your voice is not what people are looking for. And it doesn't mean that you're not good. It doesn't mean that you need to quit. It just means that things change. And so we have to pivot along with those changes. Second thing I learned is most people have a tendency to want to quit or obsess about every little detail when they experience a down period. I know this because I can tend to do it, especially about every little detail. But ironically, the best course of action is to focus on the fun. My managers, when I talked to them, reminded me, just lean heavily into the creative side of what we do because Hello, that's why we started it in the first place. So I'm bringing back the fun and also don't quit. Downs are inevitable and that does not mean that you need to quit. The third thing is, is live below your means. This has always been something that Mike and I try to do, but I found myself getting a little too comfy with the increase in means every year. So by living below your means in VO, it allows you to save so that when the downs come, it won't be devastating and you'll be just fine. The fourth thing is, just like planting a garden, there are times that you reap a lot and times you don't. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't continue to plant seeds or that the previous planting method was wrong. I'm going to say that again. There are times that you reap a lot and there are times that you don't. But when you don't, it doesn't mean you should stop planting seeds. 
or that what you did previously was wrong. It's just how it is. The final bonus thing that I want to say that I've noticed throughout my voiceover career that could help you is that there'll be times where you will get on with maybe a production studio or whatever. They love you. They keep using you. And that's great. And then all of a sudden, they just stop using you. And you're like, what happened? Did I not do well? Sometimes a lot of like who people use is just you're like, oh, well, I've used, I mean, Heidi's great, but I've just used her so much. I just kind of want a fresh voice. People sometimes just want fresh. So what does that mean for us in our career? That is so important to continue to try and make new relationships with potential clients, because that way you'll be fresh to them, even if you're not fresh to a previous client. Honestly, I still think that I'm probably learning a lot through this, and I am excited for the new year and how my career will evolve in 2024, and I hope the same for you. So hope you enjoyed this interesting email newsletter in audio form via our podcast, and let us know if you like it or you hated it. Have a wonderful day, and thanks so much for listening.